0: what's going on this week what's new with so hold on you cut out a little bit so just do it again yeah no i didn't cut out i just stopped talking
1: (laughs) (laughs) hi i'm taylor
0: and i'm maddie
1: and it's time for another episode of sisters who posh
0: we are two sisters who recently joined the poshmark app and are getting started on a reselling journey We will be sharing our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress as we turn our hobby into profits. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a very special episode of Sisters Who Posh. Today, we will be joined by a very special guest. Her name is Shelby, and she is our cousin.
1: Yes. And we wanted to have her on the podcast for two reasons. Number one, she's been a big supporter of the podcast since the very beginning. We started our podcast June of 2020. And I would say for about the first eight months of having the podcast, you know, there was just a small group of listeners that would tune in and Shelby was leading the pack on that.
0: Along with our Definitely. parents. <laughs> so, Definitely. We could always count on her for a listener question, some feedback. So it's fun to have her on the podcast today. Yes. And then she actually, after
1: listening to the podcast, kind of discovered Poshmark too and started reselling some of her own clothes. But the second reason we wanted to have her on the podcast today is because she actually has a little bit of experience that me and Maddie don't have on some of the apps for reselling that are focused more around kids' clothing. So she's going to be talking with us today about her experience using Kidizen, and then also a little bit about some of the Facebook groups you can join and sell for selling kids clothing specifically. So
0: that's like a whole new world to us too. So we're excited (laughs) to learn about that and excited to have her featured on today's episode. Awesome. So before we get Shelby on the line here, what's going on this week? What's new with you?
1: Yes. So I mentioned last episode that I was going to be running my sale. So I finished that up a couple days ago. I tried out the name your own price sale.
0: Yes. So I also am running a sale right now. Had to follow suit uh, with Taylor, of course. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, I feel like that's just our trend. Whenever one of us is running a sale, we both are running a sale. And even Macy, our other sister on Poshmark here, she is running a sale now too. We're all trying out the name your own price sale, which we're, we're kind of playing around with the idea of doing a full episode about comparing a name your own price sale to a set price sale because there there are some things that we've run into running the sales that are different overall. So I I know you, you are still in the middle of your sale, but my sale wrapped a few days ago. Overall, I sold more items than the other sale, but it seems like some of them went for an, In bundles where it's sold for like a little bit less, depending on the item, like something sold for reasonable, but it's like you you did have to deal with a little bit of the lower offers with this name, your own price sale. Whereas when it's the set price sale, you know, you kind of have a amount in mind that you're going to be getting and you can also price some of your items out of the sale.
0: So To do a full comparison of like the average cost and then the average sale price and then compare them between the two sales that we've done to see how it shakes out. Yeah, we should compare those
1: two and then also compare like of the items that sold, how many days on average or like how many, like kind of break it down in ranges, like 10 items from the last 60 days sold. Right.
0: Is it older or newer? The one thing I'm noticing and really liking about the name your own price sale is you don't have to do like anything to set it up where the other sale, you kind of have to go through and check the prices of the items that you have and kind of like adjust them higher or lower to like fit into the different, like, I think we both did like two for 25 or something. So you kind of moving items around that $25 range. So they'll either be in the higher bucket or the lower bucket, but the name your own price, you just put the little icon up that you're doing it and just start letting people know. So I like that aspect of it.
1: I know there's like minimal prep. Yeah. And then it is nice because sometimes, especially with people that are doing more reasonable offers, like some of the offers that I've been getting were in line with like some of the offers I send out. So right. that's been really nice. And then the only thing that I feel like I kind of did prefer the other one on is when people would start liking items with the other sales since it was like a set price I could kind of go in and start adding those items to their bundle for them and like shooting them off an offer adding it up with whatever whereas this one since you're kind of waiting for them to make an offer you kind of like can't do that So like even less
0: though- in our court yeah. yeah
1: yeah so we we started doing where if someone starts liking a bunch of things I would like I would send them another message, just being like, "Hey, like, notice you liked a couple items. Like, feel free to send me an offer. I'll accept right now." Just to kind of like remind them in case they forgot. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah, and then even like the next day, if they hadn't followed up, I did go back through some of the bundles and like just send thirty to forty percent off offer myself. But that's like been a little bit different. You're kind of the balls in their court. But on the flip side,
0: it's kind of fun that you're getting all these offers during the sale. <laughs> right. Yeah. In a typical week, we don't really get a lot of offers. We're mostly just sending out offers and people accept. So he feels so like popular getting all these It's fun checking it. Offers and like, coming oh in. okay, yeah.
1: So I'm sure when we do our full episode recapping comparing and contrasting the types of sales, we'll go into more detail, but overall good experience. Recommend trying it yeah. out if you haven't done a name your own
0: price sale. Don't be scared. Definitely. Yeah. We both were scared that it would only be like offers for $5. That's like, okay, obviously we can't accept these. Yeah. Like we are getting some low balls, but definitely more on the side of reasonable offers that we can accept
1: low balls. So I know I remember in our episode last week, I was, when I first started the sale, I only just had started sending out message. And like the first thing was like a $10 offer on some Madewell jeans. And it's like, but it, it didn't turn out like that in the end. So yeah. So that brings us to our next segment, one of our new segments, which is our Posh News Update.
0: Each week, we will give you guys an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, anything like that, or in the reseller community. All right, so this week's Posh News Update, Posh Fest, which is coming up in October, is, has moved to a fully virtual event so originally a couple months ago they had released tickets for a in-person and an online version of the event the in-person was going to be in Orlando or you could buy tickets to watch at home and they just announced that it is going to be fully virtual this year so those in-person tickets are getting refunded and then those same people can buy the virtual tickets I know. So that was like the big news this week on Instagram, because I
1: know a lot of people that were planning to go in person had already purchased their tickets and everything. So I know that Poshmark, of course, is issuing refunds and that'll all be fine. A little stressful for the planning of everything.
0: Just uh. Yeah. I mean, it's such a hard position to be in just with everything that's going on, especially in Florida. And not knowing if things will be better or worse
1: by the time the conference comes around. So I guess it makes sense they'd have to make a call and it's better to do it when people have more notice in advance yeah yeah we're both kind of okay with it because we were planning on going to posh fest this year right so (laughs) we were planning on you know if we attended all would be doing the virtual anyway so for us not much has changed and now we don't have to have fomo about missing out (laughs) exactly Okay, so for the main event of today's episode, like we teased earlier, we have a special guest, our cousin Shelby. She has been selling on some more kids-focused apps like Kidizen and has a little experience with Facebook Marketplace, too, and some Facebook groups for selling kids' clothes. So we wanted to have her on the podcast because that's something that we haven't really done a lot of. Without further ado... Our cousin, Shelby.
2: Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me on, everyone. We're Thanks pumped. for joining us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how on Sisters Who Bosch, all of our guests are our family. <laughs> of course. <laughs> We're just getting everyone excited about reselling, you know? I even had our Uncle Tom call me wondering what he should pick up at garage sale week. <laughs>
2: so you, you guys are definitely the experts. <laughs>
0: So before we get into Kittizen and everything about that, since we have you here and you are the question guru for Sisters Who Posh, we were wondering if you have a question that you'd like us to discuss
2: today.
1: A little bit of a live listener Q&A from the
2: original questioner. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask one, but I can't remember what it was. I feel like it was... oh. When you guys talk about making like your big hauls at like Play-Dohs or a Goodwill, like a good sourcing day, like have you ever had a time where you like got sticker shock and you were like, oh my God, my total's like, I don't know, X amount. And then you were like really nervous about spending that much money or is that like normal?
1: I think sometimes the total gets high, but it's like the times that the total gets high, it's a day where I like found a lot of good things. So I'm usually like super excited. This is going to
2: be, yeah, you're like, this is going to be big yeah like have you ever spent like two hundred dollars that like or like what's like the most that you've ever spent in one day when you're sourcing?
0: yeah, probably, like, I think around- like three hundred yeah. okay would be like, and I got a lot of stuff, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean like I'm feeling but really good about I it. feel
1: like the the feeling really good about it would be like I got a lot of good deals, I got like thirty things, like but I yeah. feel like we're both pretty. We don't take a lot of risk with, like, paying up for things. So it's, like, the individual right. things True. aren't a lot.
0: Yeah. And I'm thinking about it more on, like, an item basis than, like, the the total, the total. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it
1: is kind of crazy when you're checking out and it's, like, a ton of things <laughs> of, like, different sizes. And you're, like, feeling like a high roller at Plato's Closet, for sure. <laughs> and you're, like, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You're, like, what are they thinking of me? Like...
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and they're like it's all free people and Madewell because we still don't know the brands that well. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess the first question we have is, how did you get started with reselling? Tell us a little bit about just all your experience with reselling so far.
2: Perfect. Okay, so I first started obviously following along on your reselling journey and listening to Sisters Who Posh and following your Poshmark closets. So I. Obviously, created my own and started hopping on the reselling trend. Um, and I started by just sharing or listing some of the items in my own personal closet around the same time that you guys did, or a couple of months afterwards. And it was. That same time when we found out we were pregnant with our first baby. And it was a couple months later when we found out we were pregnant with a baby boy when I started really doing a deep dive into the like kids reselling world. And if you've gone to any like store, like a Target or a Kohl's or H&M or whatever, you know that the baby boy section is far less superior than the baby girl <laughs> section. There's always like weird
0: it, things on the shirts. like
2: Yes, weird, yes.
0: Like, I'm a ladies man. Yes,
2: yeah, like I'm weird. <laughs> Mama's little dude or like, like that's boy. all there is. Yes, yeah. it's like sharks and dinosaurs. And I just was like – so bummed because it's just not as fun to shop for baby boys compared to a baby girl. Um, So that's what started me like looking into what like brands were available and were like cuter boy clothes that were not quite so like dinosaur shark printed word theme. So then I started like really following along on these like small shop brands that are like mom and dad run businesses that create like super cute quality High quality clothes with sustainable materials. So, by looking into these brands that obviously sound more expensive because they are more expensive, and I was like not interested in paying that full price by any means for baby clothes. We're like a cheap family all around. So, like (laughs) spending like $20 on one baby item that they're gonna wear for like a couple months, maybe is like high. It can get but, too
1: expensive.
2: <laughs> I know, but then when you like you do like find some of these items and see like the difference in quality. And I feel like like for example, some of my favorite brands that I've found are Finn and Vince, Childhood's Clothing, Kite Baby, Little Bipsy. I'm trying to think of a couple other ones that are our favorites where I'll like stalk the website and see if they're running like a major <laughs> sale anytime soon and like free shipping and like I'll totally buy something if it's on major discount only. So then that's what kind of started me looking into how I can buy some of these brands at second hand. And there's like a whole world out there of moms <laughs> like me that are like reselling their baby clothes of these like nice brands. And I just like had a total obsession with all of it like it's been so fun to find these like new styles for Beckett that's been like my literal dream come true (laughs) so I first downloaded the Kidizen app after having the Poshmark app there's just not a huge kid selection and the other negative thing about like buying on Poshmark for kids clothing specifically is just the high shipping amount Mm. and I think we'll talk about that as like a pro and con in a little bit but with the shipping prices on Poshmark it just doesn't really pay if you're like buying a shirt that's like ten dollars for a kid and then having to pay seven plus dollars in shipping it's like not worth it and so the kid is an app most sellers offer free shipping especially on lighter weight smaller items Mm -hmm. so that was a huge perk of the kidizen app and then I just feel like the whole like community on kidizen is so cool and I think we'll talk about that in a little bit too but it's like all moms for the most part that are selling like either their children's size clothes that they've outgrown or other like style scouts again we'll talk about in a second but (laughs) so I feel like you just have like a better vibe of knowing where the clothes are coming from being on kidizen
1: yeah it's like the whole culture in itself where like where Poshmark is more for like women's clothes for the most part you can find a ton of moms in one spot the same way on there then
2: Yes, exactly. Um, and the other thing about Kidizen too, is that you can list. So it's, it's only for kids clothes, but then there is options to sell like mom items. So you can spell, sell mom's clothes and shoes items specifically, or like women's, maternity, postpartum clothing, anything like that is all on the Kidizen app, which is kind of unique to the app versus like Mercari or Poshmark. You can sell anything, including like household items. So now like Beckett is going to be nine months old and I would say that like 85% of his closet is thrifted secondhand, either bought on Kittizen or On Poshmark, some things, but then I really have done a deep dive into the like Facebook groups that are specific to our favorite brands that I found for Beckett. So like, I forgot to mention Riley and Crew. That's one of our like favorite brands. And they have buy, sell, trade groups specifically for that brand. And they do different, like, it sounds so weird when you're new to the group, (laughs) but like I could go and sell any of this brand on like the group page. And then, like I said, like some groups have where every like weekend specifically, you can list any items of any brand's, Um, Some groups, yeah, some groups are only like small shop only, so they wouldn't allow any Target brand or brand. or brand, or any mall brand clothes. And I feel like there's a huge group of other moms or parents out there that like really appreciate the small shop brands more than like any mall brand. And I feel like I feel like I can even tell I still buy a lot of the like Walmart, Target, Kohl's. Brands for like daycare clothes specifically, just because I wouldn't want to send anything that's going to get like potentially misplaced or lost or Mm. whatever at daycare. But I feel like any of the clothes that I bought from like that are small shop brands are going to last for a lot more years, even after we've used it heavily. And I feel like that's where the reselling market in these small shop brands is so high, just because. You can wear it through multiple kids and then be able to resell the item at a pretty decent price for someone else to wear for years to come as well.
0: So, for these Facebook groups that you've gotten involved with, are they like more local or are they like national and then they would like ship the items to you or how does that work?
2: So, I haven't found any local groups. Here in Wisconsin, that I've joined, I know that they exist. The ones that I'm involved in are like either international or just United States based. And then shipping is something that you would list with the listing price. And that would all come through like PayPal, is what most of the groups use, where you would send an invoice to someone who's like claimed your item. And then you would be responsible for purchasing a shipping label which I think is an option to do through PayPal. And PayPal only requires like a 3% fee to do that or to make a sale on the, through their app. And then purchasing a shipping label right through them is still like comparable, I think, to like pirate ship.
1: Nice. Got it. That's re- This whole thing is reminding me of like I've heard of there being Facebook groups that are like dedicated to like Lululemon or stuff like that that you can join where people yes. will resell like any brand that has kind of like a I had no idea this is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard other resellers talk about for like the Lululemon, I think even Free People or even like some higher brands that are like more rare. Like there's a brand called Spell and the Gypsy and they have like Facebook groups for that where it's like the same idea where you can only like list items of like a certain brand within the group and people that are like interested in that particular style and following a certain brand particularly yeah, uh, can like join and purchase from each other. And I've heard a lot of resellers talk about like sourcing in some of those groups for like if you yes. join all these Lululemon groups, mm. then you could potentially find some Lululemon at a great deal and flip it for a profit that way.
2: Yes. So I feel like, yeah, for some of these kids brands, which, Like again, I would have had no idea, no idea that this whole like world existed of kids clothing. But there's some super expensive kids brands like that are like hand knit, really like high quality yarn or wool or alpaca, like things that are like (laughs) just yeah. I'm and I'm always amazed.
1: It's it's such a thing right now. I know I, I mean, Maddie and I, we don't have any kids, but. Like I follow a lot of influencers that are like mommy blogger kind of influencers yeah. and they're always like tagging like different kids brands and different toy brands and like little cute yeah. dolls you can buy or clothes. So I'm sure there's all these. I know when when we found certain items before to resell on Poshmark for like women's clothing, there's like sometimes you'll find an item and you're like, oh, this is like a blogger favorite sweater yeah. or like this certain brand. Um, yes. So I'm sure if you kind of knew some of these like sought after kids brands, you could probably source in some of these groups and flip them for profit. On, right on an app like that
2: I feel like too like the with some of these small shop brands like I think they use influencers on like Instagram to promote some of their like clothing items or dolls or whatever it might be and then I feel like that's how they gain a big following of people and that's how a lot of people like know about the brand I guess so I, I feel like that definitely exists um, part
1: in it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have such a your whole your whole house and your the way like you dress and like all your style and Beckett's style too is like such a clear aesthetic. So yes, <laughs> uh, there's definitely like like you were saying earlier, it's like some of the the target brands or mall brands they might have a few things, but if you are really looking for like a particular style for like your life, then some of these small shops are like the way to go. Then exactly,
2: I would have before. I was pregnant like I i don't know I feel like I've just became this whole like mom that cares more about like the clothes that Beckett's in and just like love it's the so natural much fun materials just... and yes high quality yeah <laughs> it's so much fun to like style him and like <laughs> yeah it's been like a really fun hobby And I just feel like it's really cool to know that I'm reselling and giving his wardrobe like new life or whatever, you know, like the whole reason that I feel like anyone does like the reselling thing too is to know that they're like helping the greater good in the world and being more sustainable and all of that. So I I really feel like happy knowing that we buy Secondhand for a lot of his items, and then hopefully we'll be able to resell them as well.
1: Even since we started on Poshmark, Maddie, like so much, we would talk about all the time. Like so much more of our own wardrobes are like thrifted now.
2: Right. I try to be so much more like conscientious of like what I'm buying, and if I'm gonna be able to like wear this with something else in the future, and if I don't, then I like list it on Posh right away. Yeah. Um, Like if it's like something that's really printed, or if I just like wear it to a wedding that I'm I know I'm only going to wear it like one time. I feel like so much better about it knowing that like it's going to another place and not right. just like me
1: send our own stuff once you're sick of wearing it you move it on to the next place rather than like I don't know letting it sit in your closet forever <laughs> or uh well it slowly goes out just of style throwing it away honestly <laughs> yes. like I feel like when we moved before I was on Poshmark we put just stuff away like that's Same. not good <laughs> I
2: totally did too yep
1: yeah so I love yeah that that's
2: I, I literally, literally threw away clothes. old bridesmaids dresses like
1: because <laughs> you're like I'm not gonna wear this
2: <laughs> I was like I have yeah I'm tall there's probably like unlikely that someone's ever gonna need this exact need this exact size before so that when you guys were talking about like how you've like sold your past bridesmaids dresses I'm like I literally threw mine away <laughs>
1: war once. Like the like the epitome of like the worst thing.
2: Yes. I feel terrible. Well, <laughs> so you're making
1: up for it now with yeah. with all Beckett's sustainable lifestyle. Yes.
2: Yes. Love it.
1: So the main app that I've heard in like you talked about already too is The Kid Is In, which me and Maddie are not on. The only time I've ever heard of it before is I had a coworker that she was like really into it. So that's how I knew it kind of had like a culture around it where she would always be buying like cute vintage clothes for she was really into like vintage and that whole aesthetic so she would buy like 1960s cute little dresses for her daughter and then I remember working shifts with her where she would be like she's like oh she got this dress dirty so like oh now I'm not gonna get as much for it back when I sell and like that was kind of part of it too and all of that (laughs) like keeping it in like good condition but like for those who don't, for us too, because we don't know a lot about it, um, are there any other apps, or is Kidizen kind of like the main kids clothing app that there is for reselling?
2: As far as I know, Kidizen is by far the best kids reselling app, and the, like I think you can obviously sell kids clothes on Poshmark, Mercari, eBay. I don't, I'm not familiar with Depop or any others, but I, by far, Kidizen is like the best reselling app for kids not just moms but parents like in general that are buying it's most of the time moms that are buying for their kids on kidizen so I laugh because you guys always talk about how like when you send an offer to someone or like create a bundle price or something whenever you're communicating you're usually like hey girl hey girl (laughs) but on kidizen it's literally like you'll get an offer or you'll get a message from someone it'll be like hey mama (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh my god. T- i've never sent that but came. that's definitely a thing and it's a thing like on, on the facebook boards that i was talking about earlier too like for the groups like it's literally like thanks mama we'll send that Hi, out sweet, to you today mama, <laughs>
0: mama. <laughs> i love it
2: uh the culture so it, it's definitely a, a mom friendly culture like, I feel like, yeah, there's, like, inside, like, mom jokes of, like, anyone here, if there's someone that's selling something, and, like, at, like, three in the morning, it'll be, like, I'm quick nursing, like, anyone here for a quick sale. <laughs> yep. yep.
1: We, uh, we have talked about on Poshmark, one of our top secret posh tips is doing a share of your closet at night to catch the insomnia oh. crowd. I feel like that's, like, crucial on, yep. on apps like Kidison, then.
2: Yep a hundred percent
1: overnight
2: feedings <laughs> <laughs> when I but seriously when I was first like after we had Beckett when I was on maternity leave I like Mike had to kind of cut me off for a second because I would do some late night scrolling and buying things and then things would just show up in the mailbox like a couple like a week or two later and he'd be like Shelby what were you buying and I like couldn't hardly remember it because I was like in Delirious, <laughs> total postpartum mode. But like everything that always came was like so cute. So then Mike would let it slide, but it was it was getting a little dangerous there for a second.
1: <laughs> this is just kind of a side note, but I have heard. I know we mentioned an episode or two ago about how Mogi Beth, a really popular reseller. She has, like, a list of, like, Bolo brands to be on the look for. And one that I've heard her talk about is, like, a maternity brand. She's like, if you ever find this brand Hatch in the maternity section, like, buy it. It sells overnight, like, the next day. But, like, that's the only really maternity brand. But I guess – so that's also a piece of these apps, too, is, like, any maternity clothes would kind of fall into that as well. Yes. Yeah.
2: So that Hatch brand is – totally agree with her, like, very high-end – as seen on like Instagram influencers, Got like it. super cute, like again, like high quality material for, for maternity outfits. The other one that I've seen a lot of dresses for, which it's not just maternity, but I know that a lot of maternity photo shoots dresses, they use the brand Nothing Fits But, and they have like super cute, like midi, mini length dresses that yeah. are like bump friendly, but also can be worn Obviously when you're not pregnant too. So that was another maternity brand that I was kind of on the hunt for too. At to the know. Time. I don't
1: yeah. know. I know at like Goodwill, there is like a section of maternity and it's always like usually right next to the dresses. So sometimes I always have that in the back of my head. I'm like, I gotta breeze through there if I see this these brands. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're in demand, you know?
2: Right. And I'm sure Goodwill does
1: not know about them, so I'm sure they would be like (laughs) (laughs) $2.99.
0: So since Poshmark is more in our wheelhouse right now, I think it'd be easiest for us to compare it to that. So we just kind of wanted to go through some pros and cons of Kittison compared to Poshmark, thinking about like the fees, shipping. What have you seen there?
2: So overall vibe of being a seller on Kittizen is similar To Poshmark, one of the big differences is that on Kitizen, a buyer cannot send an offer on an item. Hmm. So the only way that offers happen are if a buyer carts an item or like adds it to their cart, the seller can send them an offer on everything in their cart and the offer is valid for 24 hours. There's no countering. That offer, like as a buyer, there has been times where, and I feel like this is encouraged too, but as a buyer, I go in, like card an item, I usually then will go into that person's storefront or closet and see if there's any other items that I like that are like the same size. Usually if someone is selling a size of one thing, they're usually listing like a whole bunch in that size. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'll go in and see if there's anything else that I like similar to like adding to bundle or whatever on Poshmark. And then I will add all of the items to my cart, wait for the seller to send an offer. And if it is a good offer, I'll accept it. Or then I can go back in and like message that person directly and just say, Hey, I have three items in my cart right now. If you'd be willing to accept, you know, $25 total for all three items, I'll purchase it today. Anytime that I've ever done that, I think there's only been one time where like the seller didn't respond and just kind of like ghosted the offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but otherwise, all of them will then resend a new offer for my items in my cart and it'll be the offer that I asked for. I also feel like you don't get anyone that's like trying to lowball you. Like everyone's like very understanding of how much that item originally sold for. So I feel like the lowball offers like are non-existent on Kidizen just because buyers can't offer without the seller like or you know what I mean yeah
1: yeah we're on Poshmark as a seller we're like
2: constantly getting like offers from people yeah 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 yeah. and same with like Mercari I know you can as a buyer offer on an item within a certain range Mm -hmm. that the around that that the item is listed for or whatever but on Kitizen you just can't offer or send offers on specific items
1: is it part of it at all that like the seller ever like messages you on anything if, if you start like liking items or not
0: really?
2: I've never had that. What I have had sometimes one of the things that I've learned is that if someone carts your item, you like can't get super excited about it. Like that's kind of like them liking the item at some point and kind of like seeing what kind of offer they might get. So, like, the seller sends an offer that's active for 24 hours, and then a lot of times the seller will, like, send another offer after the first one has expired. And sometimes it's, like, a dollar cheaper than it was or, like, maybe $2 cheaper. I've never had it where a seller, like, has reached out and been like, hey, I see you've carted these <laughs> items. What's the hey, price that you'd yeah. <laughs> <laughs> True, I forgot that part.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So it's like on the seller, it's really incentivizing the seller yeah. to send out offers because otherwise they're not going to make any sales.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. And I feel like a lot of storefronts too or closets offer like Poshmark where if you have, if you're purchasing multiple items, there's a percentage off that you're getting if you're like bundling those items. It. Like a closet um, so, deal. Yes. So every closet or that's like highly encouraged to offer a deal like that. So I do feel like that's already a discount that they're giving when you like cart the items It automatically shows their, their like storefront deal percentage off. Once you add and then, a certain amount to your account, yes, 20% yes. off or whatever it might be. Yeah. And that like as a buyer too, that definitely is encouraging to like go and look and see if there's anything else that I would want while I'm making a purchase. One of the other main differences is just that on Kitizen, most of the items are free shipping offered by the seller. It's like the seller is taking a cut on the shipping fee in order to list it with free shipping. And I know like, as a buyer, <laughs> I always just like free shipping and I hate it's having to It's very attractive,
1: yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, yes. Good incentive.
2: <laughs> or like if yeah, if you're just on any website and they're like, free shipping after you spend $50, add things to my order just to get the free shipping amount just because no one likes paying for shipping. So- <laughs> That's definitely an incentive on Kitizen. Is that most shops do list free shipping, and if they don't, usually that's part of their offer that, that they include to you. Like, they're like, not for
1: one thing, but if you get a few things, then sure.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. And the other cool thing is that on ship for shipping on Kitizen, you can like pick whatever price that you want to include for shipping. So, like if you don't offer free shipping, you could just say, like, $2 shipping charge and then you just would like eat the mm. other cost so similar to like how Poshmark you can offer like a $4.99 discount or a five ninety five discount or whatever like you can do that on Kitizen but any amount that you want yeah
1: we're like on Poshmark it kind of seems like people are okay to pay some shipping this sounds a little bit more like Mercari where people are kind of expecting some type of shipping deal or definitely
2: okay. yeah yep yeah. As far as the fees, so on Kittizen, they have a 12% fee that they take as their cut of your listing sale. That's and I good. think I think it's a, and like a 50 cent, it's like 12% plus 50 cents or something like that. Processing thing. Yes. And then as a seller, that all gets taken out right away after your sale. And then you're able to purchase a shipping label right through the Kittizen app through Sendle. I don't know if you have heard of that at all. It's like a, I think it's similar to like Pirate Ship, or it creates the shipping label for you. Oh, nice. And then you would select based on your package weight what shipping label to pick. I recently just started using our mail scale that I have at work. I know, Tay, you said that, <laughs> I know that you said you just in our
1: blood, anything to avoid buying your own mail scale.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I haven't ever had to like ship anything. That's more than like the small package amount, which I think is under eight ounces. And I think it's about $4 for that shipping label through the Kitizen Sendle app. I think you can create your own shipping label or purchase one from any other method. It just is way easiest through right then and there on the Kitizen app because it deducts it from your total like sale. Nice. And then you receive the funds that you made off of that sale as soon as your item starts shipping or starts tracking. Oh, wow. That's like really nice. (laughs) Yes. Calls it like, kid bucks like that's how much you have so like you can redeem it as or, like as like Poshmark going into your account and it's just like, like a credit
1: yeah a credit yeah
2: or like the kid bucks which I have yet to well I only have used the kid bucks so I have yet to like actually turn like a profit into my own like checking account yet because I just go (laughs) back and like you're just reuse it (laughs) I just go and reinvest all of my kid bucks that I've ever had and it's so nice because then like if I'm making a purchase and I have like 12 kid bucks or something to use and then like whatever I bought is like 16 then I only owe like four dollars personally yeah so that just really feels like a good paying sale. for itself. It. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Kidbox is giving me major like Kohl's cash vibes yes, of like yes. the name. <laughs> for Kidizen, then I guess our last question is, so I know on Poshmark, like a huge part of it is like sharing your listings and like being really active in the app. As a seller, is that a big piece of Kidizen or is that not, or is it more like Mercari where you just put the things up there and kind of let it ride?
2: you can share your listing and then it does go to the top of the like feed for that specific brand. Um, So there are a lot of really good resellers who do share their listings a lot. And then like as a buyer, I follow certain accounts. Like if it's been someone that I've bought something from in the past, then in my like feed, I can see this person just shared like 21 of their listings. Like it shows up as a notification as a buyer So that is kind of an incentive as a seller to like share your listings because if there is anyone that's following your storefront or closet that they're getting a notification then that you've shared your items and then they could like go in and click and see what items it was that you've shared. As a seller, they say this, I think as you're even like listing items, it says closets with more than 10 listings at a time do way better and are more visible to more people. The one thing that's also different is that any of the past items that you've sold don't show up in your closet anymore. Like it just shows as a sale. So if you were to go to like my shop, it would say 10 sales or whatever it is right now. And then it, you, ca- I can't click on and see any of the past items that I had that sold. So okay. like if I only have six active listings right now but I've sold like 10 things it only shows six listings available and so then I would want to try to get to 10 listings just so that I could be like more visible and more like of an active seller if that makes sense Mm. so that's an incentive to like keep listing more often and have higher listings available I just haven't gotten around to doing that right now So
1: (laughs) (laughs) no that makes sense though so then you're always kind of trying to get to that point again
0: So we were doing some research on Kitizen for this and ran across this style scout program it looks like they have. Have you heard of
2: this or seen anything about this? So this is something that's also unique to Kitizen where they have over I think 150 style scouts that are specifically in a city in the United States. So I've purchased things from the Minneapolis Style Scout and that closet is one that I like frequently look to see if they have anything else available. If you're a parent and you don't want to take the time to like list your own items on Kidizen or create your own closet or whatever, you could give your clothes to the style scout in your area and they would be responsible for like listing them all and then you would get as a parent of those clothes like you would get a cut of their sale. So you're basically just like increasing your listings by being a style scout and that way you're like available to other parents in the area that want to like resell their clothes. So I know that some of the businesses or some of the closets that are on Kidizen as Style Scouts also might have their own like consignment storefront in that city. I don't know if like Once Upon a Child, I don't think that that counts as a storefront since that's like a bigger but kids kind of consignment, but similar vibe. Yeah. Where like then the Style Scout would like list everything that they have in their storefront as well as like anything in their own personal closet that they would want to sell
1: gives people the option to do a more consignment route but still within Kidizen.
2: Yes. But what
1: yeah. else can I actually do like the actual listing and all of that?
2: Right. And then I think I've also heard that like some like kid brands like I've seen um T Collection, TEA Collection and Hannah Anderson, those are two popular kids brands that they have like a partnership or something with Kidizen. Because I always get notifications that are like tea collection party happening now. There's Oh no, they have the parties too? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they usually have like daily hashtags that like are (laughs) promoted. But they definitely have like these that I've seen the two brands, the Hannah Anderson and Tea Collection like parties where I don't know if they've they work with like Style Scouts near their like warehouses or distribution or whatever it might be. That then like these style scouts are selling the newest tags clothes from these brands that didn't sell like through their website or something. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it might be like last year's brands or or last year's items. So yeah, I don't know a ton about the style scout. It seems like a lot of work to be one, um, but they obviously are having success. So it's a cool feature.
1: Kind of reminds me of like on the resellers that we follow on Instagram, Maddie, that like some people talk about like part of their business is like sending things into ThreadUp to like be yeah. resold, like certain brands. That's kind of yes. like
2: giving me that. Very <laughs> or, similar, I think. It seems
0: like a good arrangement too, where like then they split the proceeds, the Style Scout and the like original person. Mm-hmm. I feel like that can get a little awkward if you're like trying to sell some items for someone else how do you split the money like yeah you know all of that where it seems like kid is like took the awkwardness out of like okay
2: you could have you could have yeah and that's I don't just know if it's it like if for some it's like kind of like a Plato's closet vibe where like the parent brings their box of yeah, stuff down, to, down certain things yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Like, i'm having to pass on these certain styles because of... on these shark
0: shirts i'm just <laughs> not interested <laughs>
2: sorry um, yeah I don't know if it's like that where like then they just pay like hundred dollars for their box and then they do all the work to like yeah. resell for any like additional I don't know if it's like that for some of them or not usually like in the storefront or the Skyle Scouts bio it usually says working with local mamas to get inventory or whatever it might be like it sometimes gives a little more information yeah when you're yeah. searching that
1: I'm sure that's a good way too. If you're if you're more of like a full time person interested in selling kids clothes to become one of the Sky- style scouts, then where, then you have like a constant stream of new inventory coming to you that you don't have to like go out and search for. Yes, we kind of highlighted throughout the discussion today some of the favorite brands, but let's just recap because I feel like every brand you've mentioned is like you're speaking a different language. I haven't heard of any of them. This could be, you know, I, I'm thinking like our experience selling kids' clothes, just to just to kind of flip it around here. We really haven't sold any kids' clothes except for when we accidentally source something that we think is like adult sizing, but turns out that it's kids. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like you might remember Maddie originally sourced some Levi's that were like a kid's size, size 16 girls' <laughs> jeans. <laughs> I recently source source <laughs> <sourced laughs> Nikes. Yeah, those are like size five Ys.
2: <laughs> um,
1: so we don't have a lot of experience with like kids brands, and like you know when you're sourcing at like Goodwill or especially when we've been to the bins, like some of those bins are like all kids clothes that you're paying by the pound. And right. kids' clothes, we've already talked about it. They're super lightweight. So it's like you can get a lot of kids' clothes for True. a True.
2: The bins could be a, a huge thing. If,
1: if we knew what to look for. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so for the listeners, can you just highlight, yeah, like your top favorite brands that you search for as more of a
0: buyer?
2: Yes. So I feel like similar to like what you guys have talked about previously, if the tag looks A little bit nicer where it's like I don't um the
1: tag looks rich looking kind
2: kind of like if it's not carter's brand or something that you would recognize or see cat and jack is like the target brand they're kind of like a nice looking tag but then a lot of our favorite brands are the ones that I've seen that have like a high resale value are riley and crew jamie k quincy may (laughs) This is, like, rhyming. Does everyone these <laughs>
0: shops, like,
1: name it after their own kid? Or what's I don't going know. On? Probably.
2: <laughs> Finn and Vince, Childhood's Clothing, Little Bipsy, Little Urban Apparel, Kite Baby, Kate Quinn. I'm trying to think of a couple other ones. I feel like Zara Kids Clothes do really well. I'm sure. H- they have such cute stuff. Yep. H&M kids clothes do pretty well too. I feel like there's a couple really good prints that like are always hard to find or people are always like searching for like a sibling set to match from like a 2016 (laughs) H&M print or something like that. As I
1: mentioned, I did used to work at H&M and I can confirmed that we've done several like sibling sets for like the holidays or like, yes. back to school so <laughs> I could and they do sell out fast people come in and looking for those
2: <laughs> yes I feel like I always see like ISO or like in search of like this yes. 2017 like hard to find H&M bear print or something like that that like ends up selling like way high sometimes it sells uh, for more than
1: Like I'm thinking of there's on on Poshmark, you can search ISO and you'll see like a ton of stuff people are in search of. Mm -hmm. And yeah, sometimes people are willing to pay like more than original for. Yes.
2: A a specific item. item. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's that in demand.
2: I feel like for kids' shoes, um, Converse and Vans are really popular. Like Velcro ones, especially that just are like, I feel like I always see those going for like pretty decent amounts on kidizen or poshmark or like the facebook groups
1: that makes sense because that'd be something where like you it's so cute when your baby was wearing like little vans but like yes full
2: price would be (laughs) such a kick to the stomach (laughs) (laughs) i also feel like if you ever see like baby gear at like the bins or like a goodwill like a oh like a baby carrier that you would wear like with the baby like worn to you What's the brand of the
1: baby carrier, the Orlando Bloom?
2: Yes. So <laughs> happy baby carriers are, like, super high in demand. I found one miraculously. You tell your story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before we came to Arizona, I, like, really wanted this happy baby carrier. Like, they're just so highly recommended, and they're not sold in, like, any – Matches The Sedona vibes. Yes. And (laughs) the Happy Baby is a mom and pop run store that like make everything in the United States. And they usually only like drop new items several times per year. And like the drops are insane where people are like, if it goes live at 10am, like by 10.03, they're like all sold out. And they're just in like super high demand. And so I'm, of course, part of like the Happy Baby Carrier Facebook group. People will like try to sell or usually they'll sell like they're used for like the same price or higher than what what you can purchase it at if you are lucky enough to score one in the drop. So I was I somehow found one or was able to get one um, before our trip out to Arizona in May. And I like... Totally was like kind of begging and was like, I just really like keep missing usually. Okay, don't you. Do okay. right. I was okay. gonna say you went to extreme
1: lengths to secure one. I, okay.
2: <laughs> I swear some of these people in the group have like 20 different carriers and like all of the different prints. It, because sounds, they were, like, it
1: sounds like Ticketmaster or something when like concert tickets. Yeah. Like when someone buys out like. Thousands of dollars of tickets, and then they sell like the front row ones for like sixty grand or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: like that kind yeah. Of thing. On like the Facebook group, they're like, "All right, the drop is like tomorrow. Does anyone need a cart buddy?" Like. Just in case like you can't score one, I'll try to score one for you. Like it's like intense. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and like the carriers. They can. <laughs> yeah, like the carriers are like $150, which is kind of comparable to like a baby Bjorn one or like different brands that you can get. But these ones are just like so loved by people and like so sought after and recommended so if you are ever sourcing anywhere and you find something that's like the happy baby carrier or solly s-o-l-l-y i hope i'm saying that right um they have like different wraps or wild bird ring slings are what they're called um i know those are really popular and like people are always looking for buying those so if you ever were to come across anything like that like at the bins or at a goodwill Definitely check the comps and see if it would be something worthwhile because I, you never know what, what mamas yeah. are willing to pay. <laughs> I
1: just like did a quick search and this is on Posh, which is like not kids focused app, but like someone sold the happy baby carrier in green for two hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Yeah, uh, that's the one I have. Ago. That's the oh, one I uh, have. Yeah, I have the Juniper color. It, it um, looks like the same one. Yep, and I like yeah bought it for like one hundred and fifty. Yeah. But so. then people turn around and resell <laughs> it. Cause like I said, then the drop they're, they're just like it, it was always new sold out. This
1: is one of the people that were <laughs> <laughs> stocked up.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, these are yep. crazy. The the especially the green and the linen color. That one went for $175. Wow. Mm-hmm. There's like different prints.
2: Keep an eye out for sure. And I feel like it's something that you don't really know about until after you have a baby. Like I really wish that I would have known some of this stuff like before or when I was pregnant to look out for some of this stuff on second hand deals or like to buy on like Poshmark or looking for it at True. like a goodwill or something like that. Just because
1: Once the baby's coming, then you're on a time crunch. You can't yeah, slowly film yeah. the
2: <laughs> Correct.
1: Yeah, no. that's like like I like we said, like Every brand you mentioned is something I've never heard of. So it's definitely yes. like until you are a mom or until you have a baby coming, I'm sure it's like a whole different world of like all I know. And brands. I feel like
2: I just only said probably like five brands. You're and like tip like- of the iceberg. <laughs> I'm such a tip <laughs> of the iceberg. And those are like our favorites. Other people might have different styles where like mm. that they prefer like more of like an edgy look or something like that that are totally different brands and like small shop brands that also sell really well. But I also, I was just gonna say that sometimes, like Nordstrom, has a decent size baby section and they have some some specific brands just to Nordstrom that if you find at like last chance or like just like
1: I'm like that's making me think of last chance (laughs) yeah yeah just to
2: like check it out and like maybe like go and check the comps of the baby section of the last chance just because you never know like if someone's looking for something that was originally like 40 dollars for like a little Nike outfit or something like that that you would be able to snag for like Seven or yeah. cheaper, like you'd be able to turn it in a profit.
1: Go on one of the apps or the groups and type
0: in ISO and see what the popular items are, and then yeah, take true. A mental note of that, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Well, it's been super fun having Shelby with us today, learning more about Kidizen and kids brands in general. There's just a whole nother world out there with reselling kids clothes that you could totally get into as well. So, hope everyone enjoyed having. Shelby here with us to share that one last question before we wrap up that we just love to ask anyone who is reselling, what has been your best flip or the flip you've been most excited about on any of the apps, any category women's or kids clothes that you've had so far?
2: So my favorite flip or my favorite find that I've ever had, it was one time where I was at Goodwill and I happened to find a jacket that looked very fancy. Like it was a really like cool, silky, velvety material. And the tag said Johnny was on it. And I took a picture of it and sent it to Taylor and was like, I think this looks important. Like the tag was like, honestly, like it looked like someone hand sewed yeah. the the like gold flex into the tag, like it, like, yeah, like so this fancy. is heavy duty. <laughs> I, I texted it to Taylor and I was like, I think I found like something really cool. And Taylor's like, did a quick screenshot. Yeah, of, I like, didn't the know, the, I did
1: definitely didn't know the brand, but I just looked at the comps and I'm like, oh, yeah, for sure, get it.
2: Yeah, so it was like it was a bomber jacket that I bought for I think it was $14.99 at Goodwill, and I listed it for. 200 and sold it for 155 wow. wow that's amazing i know so that was like by far best flip to date coolest yeah. like probably will never happen again
1: moment i said like at the time i had never heard of that brand but now like that is a bolo brand johnny was yeah i see a lot of people posting about it but i've never found it anywhere that's so <laughs> crazy that you found it and flipped it
2: I know. Well, I always feel like, I mean, any brands that I see like at Goodwill, like it always amazes me that people just donated it.
1: We're just like, delete. Yeah, like it's I amazing I mean, earlier we were it. talking about how we all just threw away. Your threw book. it away. True, true, true. <laughs> we didn't even make it to Goodwill.
2: Right. <laughs> my this bridesmaid's dress definitely nobody wants <laughs>
1: oh my gosh that's like why I, I know we talked about it, it the last couple of weeks but like looking for a tag that looks high quality and just looking
0: up the brand you can find some really good stuff doing that yeah. I mean, that happened to me last week, literally the jeans I was talking about on our last episode that I was like, I know they're good. I just like, I couldn't even remember the brand when we recorded last time. And I listed them this past weekend and they were Allison Olivia jeans, which like retail for $300 plus. Yeah. So I was shocked that I somehow found that and I just found it by luck by like looking up the brand because the tag looked nice at the store and the style seemed cute so definitely something to keep in mind when you're outsourcing of looking at the tags and looking things up even if you don't know the brand uh, That was so exciting that you found even our sister
1: tessa was like what size are they i'm interested <laughs> <laughs> those were cool and then i guess our last question for you so what's been your best find as like a buyer or like what's your favorite thing I, you've bought for baby Beckett secondhand on Kittison.
2: I would have to say there was a, so the brand Finn and Vince had like this super cute Sherpa pullover with like a pocket in the middle. And I bought it when Beckett was just a couple months old and I bought it in like size 18 to 24 months. So He'll be in it this winter this as winter? like a as like a one year old baby. He's just a couple of months ahead of the sizing. But the <laughs> sh- like the pullover on the website originally retailed for like seriously, I think like $85 or something. And I bought it on Kitizen for $20. So that was super cool a big score. It's like super cute. I can't wait to like, hopefully get like a few pictures of a minute, like at the pumpkin patch or something. Like, I feel like it'll be like a perfect nice. vibe. Yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Shelby,
2: for joining us today. It's been so fun. Thank you so much for having me, Taylor and Maddie. I love you both so much and have really enjoyed the podcast and all of your Instagram posts and just You guys are such an inspiration to so many for your reselling journeys. So thank you. (laughs) Oh my
1: gosh. Thank you. A little behind the scenes info. We got to let the (laughs) listeners know. So when we were first starting our podcast, you know, we were like, we don't know if anyone's going to listen to this. We're mostly doing it. We talk on the phone every week for an hour or two anyway. So we need to just record it. And um. We weren't really sure who would listen to it. We're like, oh, probably like just our our family. But you've really always been our diehard best fan from day one, listening to every episode and cheering us on. So (laughs) sending
0: in questions, like most involved. So we really appreciate it. It's definitely full circle now having you on the podcast. So
2: definitely have to do it again. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) So that was
1: so much fun having Shelby on the podcast. Um, and, I mean, definitely learning all about kids reselling world and, like, different brands to be on the lookout for. I feel like next time, especially go to the bins and see those kids items, at least I'll have, like, a little bit better of a chance better of finding. idea. <laughs> yeah, of what the trending stuff is to buy. Definitely.
0: And it'll be fun to keep in mind, like, going to, like, baby showers and stuff. If we can find any of these brands. You know, yeah secondhand that'd be an awesome gift to give someone especially that baby carrier she had mentioned so oh, true orlando bloom <laughs> recommended <laughs> <laughs>
1: so does that mean katie perry recommended too right i think it does i think it does so. <laughs> i don't know i'm giving all the credit to orlando bloom <laughs> yeah Anyway, such a fun episode. We are going to be skipping goals update for this week just because we are recording our episode that will be released after it, uh, same day as we're recording this. So you'll hear those updates then. Unfortunately, we can't update both because it would be the exact same. So (laughs) (laughs) Since we had a little bit of a longer interview, special guest, we'll save it for next week. So you'll be on the edge of your seat to hear how
0: August is going. Yes, Definitely. Other than that, thank you so much for listening today. If you like today's episode and Sister Sue Posh, please feel free to head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a review and five stars. It helps other listeners find our podcast. We really appreciate that.
1: Yes. And also feel free to send us in our Instagram DMs or to our email. Any listener wins you want us to celebrate on the podcast, we're still loving doing that. So something's going great on Poshmark or... Mercari or any of the reselling, let us know.
0: Awesome. Talk to you next week. Love you, Tay.
1: Love you too. Bye.
0: Bye.